You're listening to the Can-Am Infection with Tony Jackson and Jan Christofferson. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Remember, you punks. I call you a punk. And I'm awesome! Let's get ready to rumble! You gon' get got. Rest in peace. Oh, yeah! Where do you come from? None of your business. The Rock is going to do to you exactly what he does best, and that's lay the smack down on your candy ass! He owes you face to put the Rock with you. The bottom line is, and this is the most serious thing that I've ever said to the public in my entire life. All right. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this ring right here in this building. Yes, that sounded good, right? Okay, just kidding. This is the Can-Am Infection. This is a point of view of wrestling from two people who've known each other for a long time but haven't actually got together on wrestling logic or not logic. In this ring, you have Tony, and I am an American wrestling fan. And in the other corner, we have Jan, who is a Canadian wrestling fan. And what we strive to do every week is to give you a little bit of insight on how wrestling is going. We'll go with WWE and even maybe TNA. I don't know if Jan has it in his country yet, but we even may go into ROH, which is Ring of Honor. But mainly... We'll go for the big feds. So uh, we're going to try to go ahead and go into this tonight. Me and him both just got done watching Raw tonight. It is a pretty much uh, live reaction to what we saw tonight. So uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and let uh, Jan give his hellos and maybe a little bit of a, you know, greeting for everybody who's listening right now. Well, hello there, Internet. Yes, I'm Jan. And, uh, well, yeah, Canadian wrestling fan. Been watching since about uh, fall of 2000, and I'm just here to bring in my insight and discuss wrestling. All right, awesome, awesome. Um, tonight we watched the uh, latest edition of Raw. Yes. And yeah, <laughs> in case anybody is not aware, uh, the the current storyline right now is kind of a new corporation thing. Would you agree? Oh yes, very much so. Yeah, yeah. And we've got uh, Triple H pretty much taking the uh, seat of Vince McMahon as the head of the corporation. And oddly enough, I never thought in a thousand years I would say this, but Daniel Bryan is kind of the Stone Cold Steve Austin this time. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, yeah, we have a indie worker who is a... Not a badass. That's that's the, that's the kind of funny thing this time around. He's not a badass. He's been getting his ass kicked a lot, and it's it's uh, it, it's so heartrending because you want him to win. He's been doing so well. Um, one thing I was going to ask you, Jan, is like, do you think this is directly because of uh, John Cena's softball shoulder, like uh, softball elbow? 
Yeah, I, I would say so. It's like just one, looking at the game fact topics tonight. Someone had said, you know, now that John Cena's gone, did the writers just grow some brains? Yeah, you know, well, we got to put somebody in there who's been getting over. Um, for anybody who is not a custom wrestling, I would like to think that everybody who's listening to this enjoys pro wrestling. But for a long time, uh, Daniel Bryan's been being built up with uh, Hell No, which is him and Kane's tag team. And during that whole time, they were feuding with the Shield, and he's been getting built up really big. And this past SummerSlam, he had a huge match with John Cena, which he won, but. At the end of the day, Randy Orton cashed in his Money in the Bank contract, which he won at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. And here we go. Big corporate angle. So, you know, it's just, it's it's kind of, it's very good for Daniel Bryan, but it's also really good timing for WWE. Do, do you think Daniel Bryan has the, uh, the chutzpah to, to be like the next CM Punk? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think the next generation is just really starting up right now, and within the next few years, we're going to see guys like Punk and Rhodes and Brian and Ziggler up at the top as Cena becomes, you know, one of the part-time veterans along with Jericho and so on. Well, yeah, that was was actually a really big thing tonight. Uh, You just watched the show, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Rhodes apparently got K-Fire tonight. Um, just for everybody listening, me and Jan, we know about wrestling. We're not going to, like, try to cloud our views. Rose is not freaking fire tonight. It's a kayfabe angle. Yeah. Do you think it's going to, like, really build for him, like, going big later on? Well, I assume that he, if this whole thing with his marriage is true, you know, he's uh, engaged to um, Brandy Reed, who is the former diva Eden Styles. And I guess he'll be just taking time off for right now and maybe return by Survivor Series or... Maybe maybe a week or two, yeah. Or maybe, yeah. I don't know, come back for the Rumble, for all I know. I just see him getting back into the whole thing with some help through another party in kayfabe, and, you know, he'll be back in it with all the other faces going up against Triple H and McMahon soon enough. Yeah, a really funny thing is, like, I, I think this is kind of like... And when you look back on it, it's like, I always give WWE a lot of shit about things. But actually, it was really brilliant because they gave him a lot of big wins over Damian Sandow. Yes. And then to send him off this way, it's like, that's really smart because you send him off with all these big wins. And then you put him up against a big guy and he can't win against him even though he he had a good showing tonight. That was one of the better matches tonight. And I'm like, "That's, that's not really stupid. He, like beat the crap out of Damian Sandow, who's Mr. Money in the Bank for SmackDown, you know, so. Hmm. You're like, you didn't even think of that, did you? <laughs> well, I don't know. They've been jobbing out Sandow quite a bit lately, like they do with a lot of other Money in the Bank winners. Uh, like, geez, he even lost to Sin Cara once in a dark match a couple weeks ago. I, I even said this a couple weeks ago. I think they're giving him the Ziggler push. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he'll turn heel. I mean, not face. Uh, I don't know if he'll turn face, but I mean, I think they're kind of the same thing. It's like they're going to job him out unmercifully, but then they're going to give him a really big win just to make it seem that more unlikely. Yeah. So. so, I mean, there's always that. But I mean, like, 
Uh, right now, I got I got to talk about somebody. I'm like, I mean, I'm trying to do a short podcast just to start us out on this for you uh, listeners, because you guys don't know Yawn and me, and you know we're we're trying to like you know give you our uh, brief bits of uh, wrestling information. I I just I just don't like ADR. I can't get behind Alberto Del Rio at all. Yeah, I know. It's like today uh, you got the match between you know Rob Van Dam and geez, who was he even facing again? I can't remember now. Uh, <laughs> uh, tonight it was RV. Uh, was it RVD? Oh yeah, <laughs> right. He was facing Sandow. <laughs> Sandow, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's so bad when you can't remember who the champion is facing on a show. And then you know, all of a sudden, uh, Del Rio's music hits, and the crowd goes mild. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, um, I post on another wrestling board, which I should not give give the name for, but even I made the comment as like it's really bad when his announcer goes away and that's all his heat. Yeah. You know, Ricardo was his heat. That was the guy who was getting him like the hate, you know, or the love, you know, it's yeah. like, ah, uh, so, so bad. It's just, I don't even know. I don't even want to talk about ADR anymore. Um, <laughs> I, I think one of the biggest storylines right now is big show though. Yeah. Because he is so conflicted. I mean, it's totally kayfabe. We all know he's not going to be fired. Yeah, 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 yeah. But at the same time, he's doing a really good job playing that character. He can cry so well and make it so believable. But I don't know. I just was, I was waiting for him to knock out Stephanie tonight, and he just wouldn't do it. And, uh, uh, you will believe a big man can cry. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It, 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 like, tugs at your heartstrings. Okay, one thing I will say... One thing people brought up last week, um, this is the first week we're doing this, so we can't really, you know, go upon our opinions of last week. But Big Show supposedly has an ironclad contract, which apparently WWE picked up on this week. (laughs) And, like, Triple H is like, oh, we could rescind that. And then they play this whole uh, Stephanie thing. She's saying, like, you were with me when I was 12. Somebody actually pointed out on the uh, board I was on that... When she was 12, Big Show was still a WCW. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, I mean, kayfabe, yes. You have to, like, play into it and stuff, mm-hmm. you know. It, it works. And, it, again, Big Show has been with the company for over 10 years. Yeah. It, it's like the HBK thing. It's like he's not fucking broke. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many bad investments he's ever made. He's not fucking broke. But they, they really want you to play into this, and damn it, it's working. I feel bad for the guy. Yeah. You know, he wants to do the right thing. If this ends at a big show, he'll turn. I'll be really upset. Hmm. Would be interesting. It'd be interesting, but, like, well, I guess another thing we I should, you know, ask you about. We, Me and uh, a couple of people were talking about this the other day. Do you think the shield is a good addition to the corporate, not ministry, but the corporate structure? Now, I think it's a good idea. Oh yeah, I think it's a good idea. Like everyone is starting to play a role, like the previous corporation, and the shield fits in there, like you know, uh, big boss man and his cronies. And somewhere down the line, I wouldn't even expect to like. I can see Vince McMahon coming out sometime in the future, and he'll be the new Patterson and Briscoe type of goon. Yeah. 
One thing I actually posited on a, a thread. I thought it was kind of funny. But if it did happen, I would, I would really totally mark out. I thought, like, Triple H may get so drunk of power, because he's been, like, firing people tonight. Yeah. He told show he would fire people. I thought it'd be kind of funny if Vince was, like, the voice of reason for a second. Oh, okay. And be like, you know, like, Triple H, I understand what you're doing, but this is really crazy. I mean, like, you can't just fire people. And then he gets Randy Orton to come out there, and, like, you know, they're all staying in the ring, and then, like, Randy Orton just viciously punts him in the head. This will never happen, listeners. This is just my idle fantasy booking. But at that moment, I would love to hear, Here comes the money! Here comes the money! <laughs> I miss Shane. Shane has always been like the most like stable McMahon. He always yeah. seems to make the most sense. And I just thought that would be like a great way to... like. Bring the faces back. Because that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about the faces getting that kind of big push. Because I'm really worried about the faces right now. Yeah, like, they don't have any help in the higher-ups because, well, in reality, Shane McMahon and Linda McMahon are both out of the out of the WWE. And somewhere down the line, there's got to be someone that takes that step up and helps them. Like, even if you're comparing Daniel Bryan to Stone Cold Steve Austin or even Mankind, Mick Foley, they had help from Linda and yeah, Daniel exactly. doesn't have that, so. Yeah, that that's why I was like, hope for man or somebody. Like, even tonight, Booker T, and I, I made this joke already. Like, Booker T was not being an asshole. He was just like, my, my joke was like, Daniel Bryan, I was in a racist angle with Triple H, and I still lost. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's true. He's like. He has a little bit of power, but he still lost like a racist angle with Triple H. You remember that, right? Oh yeah. Uh, even yeah. I even remember Lawler during uh, WrestleMania 19. He's going on about how he had to be in jail and why he wasn't still in jail, and you know he just treated Booker like a thug. Yeah, yeah. And Triple H was always like, "You're kind. Uh-huh. You're kind. Can't win the WWE Championship." And it actually kind of it's a slight parallel now uh-huh. because like. I think I think the biggest thing with W right now is like they're not scared of the smaller guys taking over. No, because Triple H is friends with HBK, who is obviously a smaller guy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like he doesn't hate the guys who are smaller. He's friends with Sean Waltman. You know, Sean Waltman is the smallest guy I know. It's like him and Taz are the shorties of the group. It's it's not a kayfabe hatred. But the way they have to book it, they have to make these smaller guys seem very big. And the biggest the biggest issue is that is like when you when you beat these guys down too much, they lose a little bit of credibility. Uh, Taz is a perfect example. Mm, yeah. Cause Taz came in, beat Kurt Angle with uh Kata Hajimi. And, you know, he was a badass. And then he went into this incredibly ridiculous feud with Lawler and JR. Yeah. When Raven. And then he just got punked out and he was made useless. Mm-hmm. And it was just because, like, he was an ECW talent. You know, it was like this, this you know, constant, like, kind of thing, you know. Everybody always makes fun of, like, WCW and ECW talent. It was a funny thing. I actually did a little bit of research. 
Um, in order, TNA talent is the worst represented in WWE. Next up is WCW, and then next is ECW. ECW has the most over people in uh, WWE. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. Tommy Dreamer got over huge. Um, I'm trying to think of other guys who got over. Rhino got over huge. Um, Sandman was huge, even though they did nothing with him. Zach RVD right now is back again. Yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah, so like ECW had like the strongest showing of all these indie feds. WCW wasn't even indie fed; they were their prime competition. The biggest WCW guy would probably be in my eyes Goldberg because you got to fight Rock. Mm, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, we had Jeff Jarrett. Ooh, they ooh they blacklisted like a motherfucker. Yeah, uh, Jeff Jarrett has always been on my mind when it comes to wrestling, and uh, well, I guess that's. Uh, a subject for a future episode too but you always wonder if Jeff had stayed with the WWE when the WCW buyout happened would TNA still be around today yeah yeah exactly I mean like he came from WCW and we'll go and yeah well like you said I think he deserves a whole like show but he went to TNA because there was it wasn't he was so much blacklisted he just he said the wrong things at the wrong time yeah and he made some enemies and, you know, burnt some bridges. Just kind of like uh, um, uh, Shane Douglas, you know. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Just like Shane Douglas was never big in the WWE. You know, I mean, he was uh, Dean Douglas. <laughs> yeah, that was weird enough. <laughs> yeah, and he, he tried to come back, but, you know. And it was like, it, you know, it's, like, it, it's kind of it. WWE is a very fickle creature, you know. There's some people that they will push and you know they will not push but well, we're, we're totally getting off topic we should talk about the uh things for this week i want to go to a couple things real quick this week roh is currently holding a uh world title championships do you follow roh at all uh not at the moment no um it's not too bad um matt hardy was in there for a while he's not in there right now uh he's part of the scum faction they've <laughs> been ostracized because of Kevin Steen and um, Nigel McGuinness. Right now they're holding a championship. I'm watching uh, current weekly shows. There's spoilers if people want to watch them. But right now, they're really interesting. Um, Adam Cole has moved on. Uh, lots of other guys. I mean, it, it, it's pretty interesting stuff. RH is pretty fun stuff. I'm going to move on to TNA, though. And do you watch TNA at all? Uh, very rarely. Yeah, you, you're probably smart on that. Oh. <laughs> Although, you know, sometimes I'll know of a certain storyline that's going on, but normally I don't watch it. TNA has really been having some problems lately. Um, yeah. <laughs> Vistas with Magnus can't appear on shows. Hogan not really being behind the product. Uh, they, they, uh, AJ Styles had to step up he had an ongoing uh, storyline where he was, like, playing an outsider just for the company to push him. And then he had to become kind of a tweener face just because Kurt Angle got a DUI. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that as fact, but the fact is, is, like, Kurt Angle got a DUI and he had to be sent to rehab, he's part of the main event of Mafia, 
And then on the next show, AJ showed up. So I'm just putting two and two together. Yeah. You know, that's that's just seems pretty, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> it, it, you don't have to be stupid to realize what's going on. But uh, right now, Bully Ray, it, the, the, the biggest problem is, like, Bully Ray, he, uh, he lost the title to Chris Sabin yeah. about five weeks ago, and he just, he just regained it. Okay. And it was a completely stupid title transfer. Because, hmm. you mean, I mean, me and you both know about transitional champions, you know? Oh, yeah. Kofi Kingston. It's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, you lose to a heel or you lose to a face just so the heel or the face can get it back from that guy. Yes. But Bully Ray lost to a face just so Bully Ray could win from a face again. Mm-hmm. Which makes really, I mean, really, does that make any sense at all? No. Yeah, it's it's you know it's like the 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 transitional championship is supposed to be because um trying to think off the top of my head um uh, you know uh, um kind of like with uh CM Punk CM Punk lost to Rock because Rock had to face Cena yeah. Rock was not the heel, but he was supposed to play the heel at WrestleMania because Cena had gone through all this shit during the year. Ugh, Cena. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cena. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I mean, that was that was the whole point. You know, it was like, yeah. uh-oh, Rock was the, you know, badass, and, like, Cena had to play the underdog. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's a transitional champion. He had to win off Punk just for that. Yeah. I mean, you talked about this before. Punk was a champion for 400 plus days. Yeah. And he lost just for that. Even though it would have been just as good for a heel punk to lose to face Cena, but, you know, it's The Rock. He's got a G.I. Joe retaliate. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is, but, you know. Um, anyway, uh, but like like I said, we, we try to do, like, current things right now. Um, we've I've kind of wandered off on tangents. I will admit that's my idea, and this is kind of our first podcast, and I want to be kind of short, kind of fun, kind of succinct. I will ask Jan, um, what do you what do you like right now about WWE? I know you're a big WWE guy, so what do you want to see happen in the coming weeks? Night of Champions is coming up in two weeks, so what I want to see in the coming weeks? Well, I'm just enjoying this new storyline and. It's all coming together nicely. The whole thing with the, uh, you know, all the superstars having to come out during the main event and watch Brian get pummeled, it's getting old fast. Uh, the whole thing of nobody retaliating, it, I don't know, it's getting a little boring. Hopefully it will pay off soon. Uh, I honestly don't see Brian winning at the pay-per-view. And I actually hear, well, at least through rumor of one dirt sheet, that the whole feud with him and Orton is supposed to go through for the next three pay-per-views. But ultimately, I don't see Brian coming to the top and winning the title until WrestleMania. I, I would agree, but, I mean, it's all about booking. Like, the, like tonight, I was on a message board, and we were getting really bored oh. really quick. And, you know, that's that's the key. It's like, I don't care if Brian wins the title. Yeah. But he, he has to look credible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, just, just like, run and give Orton a fucking kick to the face and run away. 
and leave him like laying in the ring. Like I could do that to you anytime, you know, just like I'm, I am a badass, you know, he doesn't have to be like, you know, in a match for like 30 minutes and like win. it's just like show like it, 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 it's, it's totally the stone cold Steve Austin thing all over again. Stone cold would get talked down for the whole show, run around and like beat up like, you know, like noobs who didn't mean anything. And yeah, that was fun. I don't care if Brian does that. Brian doesn't have to do that. Brian doesn't have to be a badass. But at the end of the night, Brian should have at least one or two feel good moments going into this. Yeah. I mean, would, yeah, would you agree? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because cause the biggest thing is, like, the biggest thing is, like, it's so pissed me off tonight. And I know you heard it. Like, Triple H is like, you will never be WWE champion. I'm like, he he, he was WWE champion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not watch SummerSlam? You were the referee. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you gave him the title. I mean, you know, you screwed him later on, but he held the belt up. And, Are you fucking stupid? You know, it's like, I don't mind the, the heels being heels, but like... Don't, you know, like, it, heels have to, like, talk shit. I understand that, but, like, you can't obliviate, like, you know, fact. Daniel Bryan was heel, uh, uh, not heel, but Daniel Bryan was, like, champion for, like, 37 seconds or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's a fact. He was the WWE champion, you know, not the WCW big gold belt champion. He beat, you know, John Cena. Yeah, legit. Which is, clean. <laughs> Yeah, 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 with a knee to the face, you know, he took him down, you know, and that's like that's the thing that kind of pissed me off because I'm like, he did that. You don't have to be happy about it, but like, they could they could even spin it, you know, like you took down John Cena with a softball on his elbow, you know, like, you know, make it not seem that important or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't care, but he still won the championship, and then like when he said that, it's like. You'll never be WWE. I was like, he he was WWE champion. That's how Randy won it because he cashed in on him. <laughs> <laughs> you, you idiot! I mean, come on. But you know, Triple H is. I mean, do you think I mean, uh, there's there's one thing I will. Uh, this is the last topic I'm going to go into this week. Do you think Triple H does bury people or not? Oh. Uh, it is a big topic here and there. I would like to think that back in his, what I guess I would call terror reign of, you know, from 2002 through 2004, yes, he the, did. Yeah, the, the McMahon-Helmsley era, yeah, yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, through the whole thing with Evolution, I would say, yes, he did. Uh, and then now, not so much. You know, he's in a completely different position. He He's not even that big of an in-ring competitor, so, yeah. Well, I mean, huh. I would love to give him the, the benefit of the doubt. And this is, like, the devil on my shoulder, I guess you would say. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, he's married to a McMahon. yeah. And I'm sure his, you know, father-in-law is on his shoulder telling him how to how certain things should be like pushed. Oh yeah. 
But at the same time, at the same time. Yeah, like... I, hmm? I'm, I'm hoping, like, he's been through the business. Yeah. He was in WCW. He, you know, he was, like, you know, terrorizing and all that shit. Yes. You know, and I would hope that, like, he would, you know, I, 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 I kind of hope that he's doing this, like, kind of intermediary, like, you know, like, I'll make my dad happy, make my wife happy. Then when dad dies, which, don't get me wrong, listening fans, I don't want this man to die anytime soon, but he is old, sorry. At some point, he is going to pass away, and Triple H is going to be in charge. That's how it's going to be. And I hope that, like, he brings a little bit of respectableness to, like, you know, old-school booking. I mean, it's not bad to old-school book as long as you bring something fresh to the mindset, you know? Yeah. So, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But, uh, anyway, uh, this uh, past Raw was not bad. Yeah. Not great. I will. I will honestly give it probably a six out of ten. It's, about it's a little bit. Yeah. yeah, a little low on the scale, just because D. Bride needs to get more wins. There, they, they should really push some faces. We'll go on this next week, but Dolph, uh, he needs to do something more as far as how they're riding him. Oh yeah. my God. They're, they are shitting all over Dolph. Yeah, so. they're really starting to screw with him. Yeah, not not happy about that. Because Dolph could... I mean, honestly, in my eyes, I could be a like a very optimistic, stupid asshole. But he could be the next HPK, I think. Oh, definitely. Because he bumps really well. He's got the charisma. And he's got great moves. He may not be as great as Shawn Michaels, but he could, like fill that character role, you know what I'm saying? Well, they've got three more shows to build him up for his feud with um, Dean Ambrose, so we'll see what goes on there, and um, if there's a U.S. title match at the pay-per-view, let's see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, I do appreciate you guys listening to us this week. Um, We're going to try to keep you involved with uh, quick snippets of the wrestling fandom, and if you want to have us talk to you back, leave us a comment. And as always, wrestling is ongoing, so whatever ideas you have, we will not throw away. But we may, we may not always be fans of them. Until then, I will say this. I am Tony, and I love wrestling. And how about you, sir? Oh, yes. <laughs> Very much. Yeah, I'm Jan, and uh, thank you for listening to our first episode. Thank you very much. This is the Can-Am Infection, and we always bring you both sides of the story.